Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. IU may be on a bye week, but the content machine is not. And so we're here. Welcome to the LEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. And always judging in the background is producer Seth. You can block him on Twitter at Setoff5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Brando? Well, when we sat here last time and recorded, I said I was going to watch no college football on Saturday and I was going to win everyone money. Instead, I watched a ton of college football and I hopefully no one listened to my and gambling Hopefully nobody advice. listened to him. <laughs> So while Seth may have had a better record, somewhere along the way, he did not win. I won. Brandon lost very, very, very badly. Considerably, so, man. One that's what we'll four. do on this one. We will revisit our predictions from this weekend, make fun of Brandon and Seth somehow, and then uh, we will kind of get to into To be fair, though, on my, on my other gambling opponents. podcast, I went six and four. So, like, I didn't do awful on my official. I just did really bad on our unofficial predictions. I see where, see where it lies. I got it. Um, okay, let's do it. Uh, let's get into it. So, predictions: one, two, three, four, five. We only had ten teams of the how many are in the Big Ten now? Fourteen yes. of the fourteen playing. Um, so we'll go through game one: Maryland at Ohio State. Ohio State was twenty-one point favorites. Seth, Ohio State. Brandon, Ohio State. Me, Ohio State. All dubs. If you're keeping record, everybody's one to know. Game number two. This is where it gets away, boys. Number 11, Michigan State. Six-point favorites at Rutgers. Seth, Michigan State. W, Brandon. Rutgers. Loss. Me, Michigan State. W. Wisconsin at Illinois. Ten-point favorites. Wisconsin. Selected by Seth. That's another W. Illinois and Illinois by Brandon and Michael. Those are two we're L's. stupid. Because yes. we're so dumb. Can I blame it on Brandon Peters being out? Even though uh, that you want to know no what name. I'm going to blame it on watching them play against Purdue and being like, this team's not so bad. And then, yeah, that happens. Um, the, I don't even want to call it this, this game, this game sucked. I mean, if we're going to be honest about it, the game of the week, number four, Penn state at number three, Iowa, it Iowa set won football back favorites. years, Michael, it was bad years. Iowa, I, I feel Penn State and Iowa were the picks. Another win for Seth. Another loss for Brandon. We'll get into the game, Brandon. Hold okay. on. Just okay. wait. Save okay. your opinions. And another win for me. A few. This one was a weird one. And one of those that'll make you pull your hair out if there's real money on it. Number nine, Michigan. Three and a half point favorites at Nebraska. Final score, Michigan 32, Nebraska 29. IU not a traditionally a math school. That is a three-point Difference on a three and a half point spread. So that's an L all the way across the board. We all took, chose Michigan. 
And that's why Seth loses because he picked Michigan first and then we all picked Michigan after him. So it's his fault and I win. So there we go. Three and two. Brandon went one and four. <laughs> and Seth, uh, I'm not going to count the last one. Seth, well, I have to count the last one. I'm not going to count one of them. Three and one. I don't know. He loses. Um, okay. I, I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. I, I have no complaints. So let's start at this. Let's do this in, in order. I was kind of saying this. I talked over you like an idiot. But so what we'll do now is we'll go through the upcoming games for IU and kind of what we got from watching these games here. So Michigan State is our next opponent. They played Rutgers, who we play late, a little bit later on. So we'll talk about both teams. Did anybody watch this game? I did. I, I flipped back and forth when I thought Rutgers could come back, like like middle of the second half. Um, and then I quickly was reminded that, no, Rutgers is the worst team in the Big Ten East. They, yes, well, and they're going to fight it out with Maryland, I think. Um, they were weird because it was so like, and I, I'll get my opinion of Michigan State out of the way here in a minute, but it was so kind of like back and forth and like a good defensive battle. I think it was the very beginning of the second half. Um, I don't have the breakdown right here in front of me. I guess I can get it here real quick. Um, coming into, let's see, into the first quarter, second quarter. So what was the halftime score? Where do we get into the second quarter? It's 21, 13. Okay. Yeah. So then you think, you know what? There's still one score game. We're good. And then punt, 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 punt. And then after they pin them down at the six yard line, one play, 94 yards, yeah, Kenneth Walker, right up the yeah. gut. I mean, it's just, it was poor. Discipline. I watched that replay. They showed it a thousand times. I watched it 999 times. And it was just poor discipline by their defense and bad spacing, no gap fills. What do you got, Seth? Uh, I was just going to say that Michigan State is very dependent on a big play. If mm-hmm. you can slow them down and make it grind, play after play, drive together, that's when they were starting to struggle. It looked and, like. And I mean, as as the Chiefs go on right now, who who are also very predictable, you know who you need to stop in that in in that instance. It makes it very hard to stop, but. It's an easy game plan. And the same thing is, is with Michigan State. Yep. If if you can if you can slow down Walker and double coverage Naylor, then you're probably gonna have a pretty good chance. Yeah. Um to- again, that's very much easier said than done. Yeah. They're two very good players, but the game plan is obvious, yep. like very obvious on how you beat Michigan State. To Seth's point, here are their scoring drives. Um, early in the game, nine plays turned it over on downs, two plays, 75 yards, touchdown, five plays, punt, five plays, 87 yards, which was a 63 yard touchdown to Naylor, touchdown, four plays, fumble, one play, 65 yards, touchdown, 12 plays, 55 yards, turns it over on downs. Okay. Uh, three plays, punt, three plays, punt. One play, 94 yards, nine plays, punt, six plays, interception, six plays on a short field after a fumble, 23 yards into the game. So anything over five plays, they did not score. No points. Or they went three and out. So, And this is against what I would consider to be a pretty bad or middle of the road, bad average-ish, I don't know, defense. Not a good one. Um, so again, I don't want to do this. We, we've done this in the past. We've piled on these teams and thought that they weren't any good. At least we watched it this time instead of just going off of, of stats. 
See, that's why see, I haven't put down, I haven't put down Michigan State or any players. I'm just saying, because again, positive Brandon, I'm not putting down Peyton Thorne. I'm saying he's doing a good job of making the plays that are successful. Yeah, he had a good, a good game, I guess. Three plays over 60 yards, I think. 340 yards to the air, three touchdowns, one pick. Um, meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, your boy. 15 to 30, 208, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and a QBR of 50. Or I'm sorry, that's the wrong person. A QBR of 25.3. You know, so. again, positive Brandon. He tried to do everything on his own. He's only one man, you know. Um, he's he's gonna leave everything out on the field and, and God bless Noah Bedro. He also fumbled twice and lost one of them. So um, yeah, so there you go. I mean, let's move on. We t- do we need to talk about Rutgers? No, I Seth think we just no. did. I okay, think. good enough. All right. Uh, the next game on the slate would have been, I guess, around the same time. It's the exact same kickoff time. Maryland at Ohio State. Um, wow, I'm just now seeing the final score. <laughs> 66 to 17, Ohio State knocks off Maryland. Um, the previously 4-0 Maryland, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, man, your boy, Tua's brother, 279, 2-2. Two and two. Not great. Um, couldn't really uh, run the Come football. on now, Michael. He has negative 61 yards rushing. The dude was <laughs> running for his life. It's not Uh-oh, that bad said. of a game. The really big news is Demas went down in that game. Oh, Their yeah. superstar receiver. Haven't seen any updates, but it looked bad. Oh, it was carted off, wasn't it? I believe yes. so. That's not good. Um, so, you know... Uh, Again, we're giving Seth way too much credit. Um, so if, if there's one thing I'm going to be negative to, it's it's we got to calm down on the Seth hype. Um, but he was a big one saying if, if we wanted a chance to beat Ohio State, we're going to have to beat them early because wow, was this team rounding into form? Like this team is getting juggernaut status. Um, again, they looked real rusty in the beginning of the year, but uh, that that train is building steam. So and that's I was the last talk- positive thing I'm giving Seth the rest of the way. Yeah. So I was going to talk to you guys about that. So Ohio State, they've played the last two games at Rutgers and Maryland. They've scored 52 and 66 points. What I mean, those two defenses are not good. I mean, Maryland gave Iowa 51 points. Iowa, 51 points. Um, I think they let, what's his, what's his name, throw for Petrus through for, let's get there real quick, uh, 259 yards and three touchdowns. Has he thrown for 259 yards outside of that game and all the other games combined? Probably not. I mean, probably, but not, I'm not you know what I mean? So, I mean, am I scared more of Ohio State? Absolutely. But do I think that they're, a, what, a 50-something point a game anymore? No, I don't think so. We'll see what happens. Now, unfortunately, they've got, I think, a bye week before they play us. So, great. Uh, again, could yeah, be Yeah, but they game. do have... The trap game. They play trap Penn game. State right after us. Mm-hmm. So you know what? They might have a buy. But what trumps a buy? A trap game, baby. That's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, there we go. So we've knocked two birds out there. We don't need to talk about Maryland. Um, decent, decent offense. Not a very good defense. Um okay, next game, Wisconsin, Illinois. Don't need to talk about that. Penn State, Iowa, don't really you want yeah you had some words on it let's talk about it what do you think 
again, it's set football back. Now, if, if is fifty years not enough? I, I don't know, man. Um, Penn State wins it, or I'm sorry, yeah, Penn State wins if Sean Clifford doesn't get hurt. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, Taquan Roberson got put in a really tough position. Um, going into Kinnick, we've been to Kinnick. We know how hard that is on quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Look, we our offensive line crumbled. Their offensive line crumbled. Bad. Um, I mean, it is really, really hard to win in Iowa. Um, holy cow! What? I felt so bad for Penn State because it's one of the worst meltdowns I've ever seen. Um, it's kind of bad that Iowa could not take advantage of it more, but uh, it. It was wildly entertaining how bad it was. Does that make sense? You ever see yeah. like watch a bad movie? I watched the whole thing. I couldn't turn it like, off. I couldn't turn oh it off. Oh my god, this is awful, yeah. but amazing at the same time. What do you got, Seth? I was gonna say Oklahoma and Texas was oh, was a similar was great similar oh, clus- cluster. That was and so then, good though. What was today? The Bengals and the and the oh, Packers. Bengals, Packers. Oh, five straight missed kicks. Inject that into my veins all day. Get rid of the kickers. Hashtag cancel kickers. And uh, hashtag cancel fall wedding. Dude, e- equally crazy was the uh, my guy, the Heisman winner, the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Matt Corral, just being amazing, holding off the Fighting Hogs. I mean, Matt Corral. Can't say more. No, I mean, he beat probably the best IU defense of all time. If you can beat the best IU defense of all time, I'm buying all the stock I can get of Mr. Matt Corral. The Steelers won. I'm on cloud nine. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Your second second week out of, out of six or whatever. It's been five weeks. Yeah, there you go. It's nice to have you back. Um, okay, so that's enough on that game. All right, the last game we need to talk a little bit on. We will not talk about Nebraska. They suck. Um, we'll talk about Michigan. They won 32 to 29 against a, I don't know, man. I don't know what to make of Martinez anymore. I, I didn't watch playing. a lot Who of this cares? game. We're not playing Nebraska. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to, yeah, but I'm trying to figure them. out what Michigan was doing. They're your boy, your men. boy. Again, I keep saying this, your boy Cade Two fifty-five, no touchdowns and interception. Michigan so. is vincible. I don't get that. Like they're not, they're not invincible. They're are they invincible. I, like, I just like let it sit for a minute. Just let it, <laughs> let him bathe and terrible. Move on. Yeah. You know what? I wasn't underwhelmed. I wasn't overwhelmed. I was exactly whelmed by that comment, Seth. Um, <laughs> go on mute for a little bit. I did not uh, watch this game. What was I watching instead? What was on last probably night? Probably Alabama, Texas A&M. No, I was not watching that either. I didn't either. Um, I watched football literally from 12 o'clock to like eight o'clock. And my wife, we had to watch a movie or something like no more football was going to happen for me. So I didn't watch any of these games. I watched last and time. I also did horrible and I was done losing money. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man, Michigan. Have they had an impressive win? Um, they beat Graham Mertz. They beat Rutgers. They beat Northern Illinois. They beat no, Bad Washington. Have not. Like no. we we want to rip Michigan State for not beating anyone. Like Michigan might be less impressive or vincible by one esteemed. Really don't give him credit for that. And that wasn't. That was that was a dig. I, I don't know if he. Sh- that was definitely not a co- compliment. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I'm not worried about Michigan. 
I'm more worried about um, Naylor and, and, and Walker for sure. Um, Are you really worried about any wide receivers outside of maybe Ohio State's wide receivers? If they play for Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> if they're 6'4 and giant, that's it. What is Na- Naylor's a little guy, isn't he? Naylor and, um, oh, who's their quick dude? Returns kicks and stuff. They're both pretty small. Reed. Uh, Reed. Yeah. So Naylor's six foot. Yeah, but that's not big. That's not big enough. And Reed's six foot. Yeah, we'll be okay. I'm okay with that. What I'm more worried about is Kenneth Walker. So, oh, I mean, because our defensive is... line has been amazing. Yeah. So we're definitely going to stop that run. Oh, yeah. That's right. Without a doubt. Definitely. Definitely. So, takeaway is 94 yards. He's roughly 140. If the Bears can beat Gruden and the Mighty Raiders, anything is possible. Right. Right. Whatever. Um, Okay, cool. Well, let's uh, let's move on. Let's just be done with that part of it. Let's get to the promo, and then we'll get to um, maybe some randos, randos, and definitely let's do it in some inside of. Uh, so that's got something fun, so I don't want to take sure. too much. No, 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 no. It's all good. Um, I don't want to take too much time with this either. Which this would be the quick, super quick word from our sponsor, Mona Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand. Wow, that was bad. Maybe I have to take a while to do it because I have to restart it. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier state. They craft products, tell stories and create experiences that to aim. Oh my goodness, dude. I'm going to have to cut all it's this. It's a bye out. week. You're fine. I mean, really, your heart's out. not really into it. Your heart's not it into all it. Out. Like Seth is like moving in the background and it's, it's distracting. I'm trying to read. Very active. Like very, like <laughs> I almost prefer sleeping Seth than this Seth. I'm going to keep it in. I'm going to keep it in. I don't care. Uh, super quick word from our sponsor, Monon Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add in Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their sick gear from shirts to hoodies and koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10. At checkout, that's LEO10 at checkout to save 10% off your order. And now back to the show. Brando, give me some randos. So I got one obvious one and, and then one kind of fun one. Um, our most recent game, we lost 24 to nothing. And it was it was hard to watch. Um, equally, Illinois lost 24 to nothing. Um, can we take anything away from the 24 point losses? Because I felt like we were a lot closer to Penn State than Illinois was to Wisconsin. But, you know, if you look at the actual tangible result, it's still 24 to nothing. So my question to you guys, is a 24-point loss all the same? No. Because you gave up 24 points to Graham Mertz. Who, I'm sorry. You gave up 24 points to Wisconsin. Graham Mertz, 10 of 19, 100 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Um. They had two guys go over 100 yards on the ground. Both scored a touchdown. Um, let's see here. No, it's different. Totally different. This is an inept team, like a very bad Illinois team. I don't know how they have two wins. Almost beat Purdue. They what did they beat Nebraska the first like the fake week, and then they beat Charlotte. So lost to Maryland. Got whooped by UVA. Lost to UTSA who's, I guess, decent, but you, you're a Big Ten school. You don't lose to that team. 
and then lost, got whooped by Maryland or uh, Wisconsin at home. You don't do that. No, it's totally different. First of all, first of all, UTSA is five and zero, I believe. Yeah, but you don't. You're a Big Ten team. You don't lose that team. Uh, but I agree with you. Uh, not all twenty four nothing games are the same. Remember the last time you guys played Michigan State, it was twenty four nothing, and I believe if we remember the breakdown of that game, it was one of the most dominant lopsided games in IU history. You guys shut it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think the whole second. It's a half. Great point. It's a great point, Seth. Yep. Um, you're you're back on the good list. You, you, that's that was a great contribution. Um, way better than Vincible. Um, all right. Anything else on that or, or get to a fun question that got yeah. me thinking yeah. um, when I was having beers on my deck. So Spencer Rattler's uh, time in Oklahoma might be done. He could declare for the draft or he could pull oh, no. Russell Wilson or oh, no. a Jalen Hurts. We talked about Indiana being transfer you. Would we accept and how good would we be with Spencer Rattler? at quarterback for Indiana next year. If the following circumstances come through, Tuttle leaves, Penix leaves, and they don't think McCauley's quite there yet, then yeah, I would take him for one year. One of course, I think I think that's all it would be. Like he I'd take him. Yeah. Even if transfer you baby transfer you I'd take him. I would. He starts as he'll start as a redshirt sophomore instead of a redshirt freshman. That's fine. I'll take him. Seth, what do you think? What do you think of the chance? Again, being a Purdue guy, but you're an on an IU. He doesn't. He, he he hates Spencer Rattler. Oh, go okay. Let me hear this. I'm not saying anything negative about any student athletes. I refuse to. <laughs> I would here. dislike that greatly. <laughs> <laughs> as a Purdue fan, I'll just say I would dislike that greatly. But as a content producer of an Indiana podcast, I would, would say that would garner line. some. Oh listens. my god! It I would, it would totally be... make up for positive Brandon. Yeah, don't worry. I will. Um, I will post his thoughts via the group text on the Twitter feed. Um, actually, I guess I'll have to send them to Seth, and then he'll put, I have to put them on the Twitter feed. So, so we don't um, get any confusion of. Oh yeah, god, we don't need to get into no, that. Don't do that. Um, that. that's, 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 that's all I got. That's all I got. I thought there well was two, two good ones. Well done. well done. Yep. All right, Seth, reach into your sack and let us know what you got, bud. All right, here we go. The first one, we're going to do a playoff predictor right now. I want each of your top four teams at the end of the year, not as of today, end of the year. I'll give you mine to start out with. With Georgia one, Cincinnati two, Ohio State three. Alabama four. God damn it. No, 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 no. Alabama's going to lose to Georgia. So I say no. Let's do. Oh, give me Iowa. These are not in order. Give me Iowa, Georgia. I was not beating Ohio State. No, this is this is where it comes into this is where it's going to get real fun because Alabama loses again, so they'll be out. Give me Georgia, Iowa, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Yep, ding ding ding. I also have a. 
I got Alabama one. They're going to win out. Then I got OU, UGA, Ohio State. No Cincinnati. No we, Cincinnati. We think Houston catches them or something? SMU no, I, I, I think I think they go undefeated. They're, they're not going to oh, put any of those. You think one. a one-loss Iowa? Maybe I guess a loss in a championship game. No, I have a then... one-loss Georgia. Look at all these one-loss teams I have. I have a one-loss Georgia, one-loss Alabama. Wait, who's Georgia Ooh. losing? Oh, they're going to lose to Alabama. Alabama in the championship. And a one-loss Ohio State all over Cincinnati, and that's mm-hmm. all anyone's going to talk about. Is undefeated Cincinnati couldn't get in over one loss um, conference champions. I'm I'm still not totally sold that they're gonna that they're gonna roll through. They don't have to play Houston. Oh no, or SMU. Oh, they have to play SMU at the end of the season. That's it. They don't even have to play. Did they play UCF? They play UCF next week. Ooh, that's at home. SMU's at home. Yeah, no, they're not going to slip up. They're going right. to make it. Ain't going to matter. My other one here is let's do a little AMA for the LEO guys here. Um, so just to get you know to get to know you guys better, um, when and why did you become IU football fans? I can tell oh, you, you exactly go, when. Yeah. Uh, Antoine Randall's freshman year. That's why just that i i don't know there was just something about it and already being like i don't think i totally paid attention to college football um you know i don't know my dad used to watch notre dame a little bit but he'd watch everything i don't i just remember notre dame on nbc all the time but then i remember watching randall on like a thursday night against north carolina state on espn2 maybe or something like that and the dude was incredible i remember watching him in one game and you'll have to look it up sometime Pretty sure he he was obviously the quarterback, so he threw the ball, he ran the ball, he caught a ball, and he punted in that game. This incredible. I wrote I wrote something about him in eighth grade. I remember it had printed out color pictures of him. It was awesome. That's when I became an IU football fan. So yeah, that's 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 very historic and that's very meaningful with your dad. I do think mine's a little bit more romantic, though. I think mine's a little bit better of a story. Um, just a Pittsburgh kid. <laughs> bleeds black and gold. I even believe Pitt football. I go to Indiana. Not really an Indiana fan at all. Didn't go to a single game. Not my freshman year. Not my sophomore year. Not my junior or senior year. Tailgated a lot. Had a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun. Never went to a single game. But became an IU basketball fan because, you, you, you know, you drink the Kool-Aid while you're there. So graduate in 2011, 2012, I find out that, you know, if you get football and basketball tickets, you get a pretty good deal. Then I then I find a friend um, in Michael Bragg, and he just absolutely makes me fall in love with IU football. And um, without my esteemed co-host, I would never be this crazy fan that I am now. I wouldn't turn my crazy football fandom towards IU if it wasn't for Michael Bragg. Um, he's, he's created this. He's allowed me to be his sidekick in this. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm now doing an IU podcast for three plus hours every week of my life um, because, uh, because of this guy. So um, 
it's it's honestly could see my life without it sorry about that it's a yinzer fairy tale all right um here's one of my favorite things we do in group chat from time to time um name some random obscure iu former players nick polk kellen lewis oh i love kellen lewis oh i cannot remember i think i've told told this play on the podcast before and i cannot josiah sears that's who it was there there's one so he he made the best kellen lewis play ever was at iowa he throws a screen pass out to josiah sears who is a half not a halfback what do they call that an h back what are they like the the running back slash tight end thing you know what i'm talking about not a cool Whoa, yeah what tebow should have been I'm, yeah. I'm with you i'm with so you. they throw it out to him he gets smoked but for some reason kellen lewis is following this play he's like a little bit past the line of scrimmage he gets smoked fumbles the football it bounces right back into kellen lewis's hands he picks it up and just boom gone 75 yards down the, the sideline, flips into the end zone, gets a flag for that. Who cares? Flips into the end zone. We end up beating Iowa by like, I don't know, two or three touchdowns. I remember that. I love Kellen Lewis. I can keep going all day, though. Yeah, but So mine mine are all obviously more recent. Um, Ray but Fisher. Again, yeah. Um, but what about Trey Roberson? You know, what if, he do, what if he doesn't get hurt in that Massachusetts game? Um, what kind of question. season could that have been? Uh, not a good just, one. D- d- maybe. I mean, a decent one, but not as early Kevin Wilson, right? Second year, maybe second mm-hmm. or third year. W- going into that year, we had like a million quarterbacks and then we literally lost all three. Cam Kaufman transferred because no, 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 he didn't transfer. Who was the other? Um, kind of pocket passer that transferred to like Montana. Is that Edward Wright Baker? No, no, no. It was a it was a tall white guy. Anyway, we had three like you know Big Ten starting caliber quarterbacks. He transferred because he didn't want to compete, and then Roberson gets hurt early in the season in non conference, and then Sudfeld gets hurt. So like in the span of like three months, we lose three quarterbacks, and then we're like. I don't know if we're starting Diamond. I don't know who we're end up starting. Um, maybe that's when Cam Cameron's son, Danny Cameron, yeah, was, Danny was Cameron. playing. I think it was Kaufman. Um, but there's just so many like quarterback stories like that. Um, Penix's weird four. You know, like I don't. Tom Allen is slowly breaking the IU curse, but the the, the curse of quarterbacks won't go away, Mm-mm. and it's it's sad. Yeah, I agree. Um. Are we going to keep doing this? I mean, I can go all day, so it doesn't matter. No, we'll, we'll switch to something else. Right. Um, so let's talk about favorite IU football game day tradition. There's a b- bunch of stuff that goes on in the stands, a bunch of stuff that happens before the game in the tailgate section. What's your favorite game day tradition? I got to go first. Go ahead. And this is all about the tailgate. Again, we were pretty tame. So the people that came to our tailgate, they didn't get to see this. But it's got to be what me and my wife do. It's uh, my wife always does solo beer bong, holds it herself, pours mm-hmm. the beer, downs it every yep. single time. She's an absolute champ. And then me is dizzy bat. And mm-hmm. if no one know or Louisville chugger depends, um, basically what you do is you pour an entire beer into a wiffle ball bat. Also, my hometown is uh, the host of the largest wiffle ball tournament in the world. 
save that for another time. Um, so anyway, I have no shortage of wiffle ball bats. You cut the end off, you pull the beer in, and you chug it. And then they, you, they count. And as long as it takes you to chug is how many times you spin around with the bat. So say you're a good chugger and you can spin, you can chug the entire beer in five seconds. You're only spinning five times. I'm not a great chugger. So I'm normally in the double digits. I'm some 10, sometimes as bad as 15 seconds. So I spin anywhere from 10 or 15 times, but because I'm an athlete, um, then after that you toss the beer can and you got to hit it. Um, and I'd say I'm like a career 333 batting average. And, and you're and, a career out of that 333. You're at least a career 500 at hitting cars with a beer can. <laughs> Those are Mark Grace level stats. <laughs> Another Mark Grace the, the, reference. The beer I, drinking? It's like two in a month. <laughs> uh, okay. You I don't know. Like... My favorite part's probably just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if I have a favorite part. Maybe going into the stadium an hour early. I that's probably it i don't know what's it like passing it on to a second generation now that you both have kids how about that i'm pretty pumped for our kids to play catch and me too like that's gonna be pretty awesome me too my two-year-old seemed to be pretty engaged when he was there he seemed to be pretty like he's been to he went to the iowa game and he went to cincinnati here we go here we go don't take him to any more games he went to the Cincinnati game. He went to a lot of games two years ago too. So just back off, guys. Um, but yeah, he, yeah, it'll it'll be fun when they get older for sure. Can catch, throw the ball, stuff like that. So this that. isn't this isn't yet, and and me and Michael we're talking about it enough. Hopefully, our, our, we can will it into existence despite our wife's thoughts. Michael and I want to get an RV when you know we have the disposable income to do so. And we, we, I think that's going to be a tradition. Like you just talked about like passing traditions on, like, I can't wait till we start like RVing down and spending the day and, and maybe a night or, or whatever that turns into. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, really excited about that. Yes. I probably, probably a decade away still, but um, yeah. eventually. See. I got the lead on one of those. If you, uh, whenever, whenever, we don't want your dad's right? RV. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my last one uh favorite iu play single play not season favorite play i mean for me again I, since i've been a football fan for all of nine years um it's got to be the Penix play right i mean absolutely again i i growing up as a pit fan you just like penn state the fact that it happened against them um and just how iconic it is and and the transformation that play made for indiana football so no no brainer for me on that one hmm. while you think brag my least favorite is the austin star, star kick. kick i knew that was coming so this is um, how little of an iu fan was I, mean, I was i was pledging at that time but i was like driving people from the bars and like i had no idea it happened so like I'm done. I, I get home after a night of driving people around, and like that's how I found out that Austin started the game winner. I, uh, I I had a Basset Hound puppy and snuck him into the game because we didn't go in until the fourth quarter, and by then there was nobody manning the gate, so you could just sneak in. And I had a dog with me. Watched it. Sad. Man, I don't you. know. I don't know what my favorite and play was. My favorite maybe the play dog. was probably. Probably in a loss to Ohio State, the Xander Diamant 75 yard scramble for a touchdown. 
That was probably my favorite one to see live at least. Okay. That's it. Your sack's empty. All right. Awesome. That was a okay. big sack, bud. You built that one up. We'll wrap it up. Final statements real quick. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to say other than um, I think this was a good, again, we'll, we will reiterate this fact that it was a good time to have a week off. Um, listen, listen to our energy. Like we were kind of beaten down in those first five weeks. We needed this off. I think we, we had great energy in this pod. We're going to have great energy going into Wednesday and hopefully the team can roll that over as well. Yeah. So, and it seemed like everyone stayed out of trouble this weekend, which is always tough. Fingers. We'll find out um, again, no real updates any, anywhere on quarterback situation. Maybe we'll get one tomorrow at the press conference, but I doubt it. Um, we'll talk more about it. Macaulay uh, packages, baby. Put it in my veins. Macaulay packages. <laughs> we'll talk about it more on Wednesday. Um, and uh, we'll throw the podcast up on Thursday morning. Um, Brandon, do you have anything else to add? No way. Elio. All right, good. Well, be sure to check out the pod on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com backslash podcast Elio and on Twitter at podcast Elio. Be sure to download, follow rate review, tell your friends, tell their friends, tell their friends, tell, tell their friends, and then tell their parents or something. I don't know on all of our platforms. Uh, we will talk to you again on Wednesday. Well, I guess we'll talk to ourselves on Wednesday and then you guys can listen to us talking to ourselves Wednesday night on Thursday morning. But until then, we love you guys. Elio. Elio. Eat Sparty. Elio. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.